and bets. I'm your host, DJ Mitchell, here to go over the Monday seven-game slate. We're going to go through the picks and, and some of the bets and the lines first, and then we're going to get into a little bit of DraftKings coverage. Follow me at DJ underscore Mitchell 94. Rate, review, do all that fun stuff. But let's get right into it because I am missing the beginning of the Bills game. I'm, I'm wearing the most Bills thing I have because even though I live in Buffalo, I uh, am a Browns fan, so they really quite the sad tale. But we're going to get into the hockey. We'll hopefully be enjoying um, Victory Monday for any of your football teams and hopefully some of your lineups and bets as well. But we're going to get into it first with L.A. at the Rangers. Um, the L.A. Kings are just about to drop the puck uh, on their game. Uh, so they'll be on a back-to-back, a road back-to-back. Um, they uh, look a little bit different than last time. They had Ayafalo, Kopitar, Kempe, more Dano, Arvidsson, and then Byfield is up with the third line, Gunstrom and Brown, then Kaliev, Lemieux, and, and Lazat, which doesn't really matter that much. I mean, I, I do think that the Kings have been a lot better than a lot of people maybe give them credit for, but this is a really tough spot here on a back-to-back on the road to think they're going to get it done. I don't love it. So I, I think for that reason, I'm probably going to fade this game more than anything. Uh, we don't know. I mean, things could change. And one thing that I have been realizing, um, you know, they're at the Devils a- as favorites on Sunday. You know, if they win, that might move the line in one direction or another. But since Shesterkin should be starting for the Rangers, I kind of doubt that they're going to move it too much. So I don't think there's a big edge here in any capacity. I'm betting on this early. So, yeah, I, I just think this is a stay away. I like the under. Okay. You got a back-to-back team playing against Shesterkin and a Rangers team that's been, I don't know. I think the best way to put it is kind of other than the Arizona game, they, they scored a touchdown. I, I think somewhat content on trying to suffocate teams and, and, and find to take, take, try to take the win that way. Um, <clears throat> this, you know, this is just not a game I'm, I'm interested in for any reason in particular. One interesting thing is we did see a decent amount of time with Zabinijad with Panarin and Kreider. I don't know if that's going to stick or not. We didn't really get any certain indication, but that's what the hockey viz looks like. So that is definitely intriguing to look at. Um, I, I do think that if we get notice of that tomorrow, that might be something to consider in your DFS lineups of playing Panarin with Zabinijad because some of the field might just not know. Um, I'm trying to look into it right now while we record i didn't see them run a practice i kind of doubt it um yeah i'm not seeing anything indicating that they are definitely going to stick with that so we're gonna have to check that tomorrow but um <clears throat> you're talking panarin yeah i mean i don't know but we'll have to see tomorrow if they do stick with that but that could be an edge in the dfs slate but other than that not super interested in this game in general um under seems okay here but i, I just don't know if it's going to have enough juice on it for me to want to you know bet on goaltending showing up when goaltending is super random so uh, props. Yeah. I mean, you know, you can, you can definitely look at the Rangers and think, well, uh, other teams on a back-to-back. Yeah. I mean, Kreider has been shooting, shoot shot a million in the last game. People might be looking at that. Truba had like 10 shots on goal and like five get blocked. He's been a really, really good rate shooter this year in general, but mo- more often than not, I'm just going to kind of stay away from this game in general. We can move over to the Anaheim Ducks at the Boston Bruins. Bruins are massive favorites at home, minus 270. I've kind of been a bit of a, a believer in the Ducks, especially when the Lions get out of hand. Um, they got absolutely like their best performance, maybe at the year last time out. Um, they beat Tampa at home five to one. That was a game that I was in on because uh, some of the models just seemed to kind of like it with Tampa struggling a bit and Gibson being so good. So 
Yeah, I don't think this is a terrible spot. You got Anaheim pretty back on track here. Lindholm, Schuster, uh, Schuster, Lindholm Shattenkirk, uh, Drysdale all taking a lot of the minutes now. Kind of that that's a good sign. You have, you know, Getzlaff, Raquel, and uh, Zegras all skating together. I think this Anaheim team's a little bit better. I, I don't know if they're for sure getting anyone back yet off the COVID list. They had quite a long laundry list of guys. Um, and it, it's just so hard to know. So kind of trying to pull them up on DraftKings right now to see if there's any indication anyway. It's still said, yeah, if they still have them on the IR, but they can be removed. Um, yeah, it's a lot of them can come off the list tomorrow. Uh, that would include Milano, uh, Manson, Henrique, Troy Terry. They're available, it sounds like, tomorrow. I think this could be a good spot to grab the Ducks now at plus 225. I mean, that is pretty spicy of a line. Uh, the Bruins are good, but their goaltending can spring a leak at any time. And I don't think this Anaheim team's that bad. So I might actually live bet this one on the podcast, see where it moves. I don't think it's going to stick at 225, but I think this will get a little bit closer. But Boston still should be the favorite here. I think more often than not, they find a way to win. But this just doesn't really feel like an incredibly strong line. Um, depending on who's in, in net for Boston, Tuka Rask looked terrible last time out. Um, well, no, he had the one game in between. They, they had the Winnipeg game that he did win. So he looked terrible the time before that. Then he came back. I, yeah, I don't trust this Boston goaltending. I kind of like that plus 225 Anaheim a good bit. I'm probably going to bet that right here and see where it finishes. I think it'll be a lot closer, like 180 by the time, um, you know, we lock at seven. So we'll, uh, Eastern time. So the next game, Vegas at the Capitals, I'm floating around to pick them. Uh, Vegas should not have Mark Stone back. It sounds like he's still going to need another day on the COVID list. So with that being said, I don't really trust this Vegas team who got taken to overtime by Montreal. Uh, Montreal playing better. I'll give them that, but I, I do not trust this team. So I kind of like Washington, but minus 125, it's fine. I don't think it's a bad line. I think I, I like it uh, okay, but it's nothing that I'm, I'm over to, you know, to the moon about um, in general. I, I think that it's it's a fair bet. I think that that's going to probably move and Washington will probably be a little bit more of a favorite by puck drop, but um, yeah, this game, not a ton of interest for me. I think the over is probably fine, but without patch ready without stone, you know, they're missing a lot of firepower for Vegas. So thinking that they're going to really exploit Washington, which has been somewhat exploitable as of late because of the injuries to their, their defensemen. Um, you know, they had Schultz play 25 minutes last game. Um, he's been kind of the DraftKings kind of lock and load type of player as of late. Let's see what his price is up to now. Yeah. Only 3,700. That's not quite enough. Uh, we're kind of assuming Orloff isn't back. Carlson will be on IR. So yeah, the defense is bad in this game. We're missing some goal scorers, but I don't think it's a terrible spot to, to consider the over. Um, Laner played last time out for Vegas. So he might be, in, might not be in, but the six feels like a fine bet. Uh, I don't think it's, it's not perfect. Vegas has been a, a decent team over the last 10 at, at expected goals and okay with pace. It's been fine. Washington a little bit worse, but you kind of expect that when the back end isn't really moving the puck as well as, you know, John Carlson and, and Orlov really can do. So it makes sense. I think this is, a, it's probably priced pretty much correctly is what I'm getting at. And I think Washington will move a bit. So minus 125 is probably fine, but overall this game is like, I think that six is kind of right on the nose. I think it probably gets there and ends up being a push. So maybe, maybe I consider it four to two outcome seems about right. So I might consider it, but it's not not one of my favorite bets by any stretch. Dallas at minus 140 at Philly. They're on a long road trip, but Dallas is a much better team here. Philly got shellacked by the Sabres. Um, they gave up six goals uh, pretty easily. Jones got absolutely throttled by this. I mean, he gave up like five goals, and I think it was five goals in 11, 10, 12 shots on goal. I mean, he got crushed. 
This goaltending is terrible. I like that Dallas minus 140, a real good bit. I think that's uh that's a pretty sharp line to get in on now. I can't imagine it's six there. This Dallas team is the better team. They got Robertson back in their, their OT win against Detroit. They have really, they have three good lines and I would say four pretty good defensemen. And I think the goaltending is fine. So yeah, I think this Dallas team is much better than this Flyers team. I don't think that line's going to stick either. I'm going to add that to my slip right now as well. I'm not going to parlay them, but I'm going to add Anaheim and Dallas. And I'm going to probably end up with those two for sure right now um, to see where these lines end up, because I don't think they're going to stick there by any stretch. It doesn't matter who's in net for Philly. They're not good. Um, Philly has really tried to get the scoring done with their top six and it's not happening. Um, Giroux and Atkinson and JVR have been fine together. They do all correlate on the power play with Provorov and Konechny. And I mean, really, those are the guys that are trying to drive the bus here. And I just don't see it. So yeah, I'm probably out on the flyers in general. Um, they're, they're bad. Uh, they're, they're not good to add to that. <laughs> um, I think the over here is also pretty sharp right now. It's plus 100. I like the over just fine. I think that the Flyers at least have enough in that top four I mentioned to make Dallas think. And Dallas has been pretty susceptible to giving up goals as of late. So I'm totally fine with it. Um, I think the over here and the stars seem pretty good. I might even look to put that together um, on one of the sites. If I can get it at like plus four or three fifty or something, that might be a fine bet to take. Um, Those are probably the better angles. The next one, Montreal, absolutely gigantic dogs on the road in Minnesota. And for good reason, I really like this wild team a lot. I can't imagine this is going to be a very favorable bet, but Montreal's played good. They, like I said, they took Vegas to OT. They took Colorado to OT. I actually had a dollar on the Montreal and the under five and a half. So that game went to overtime. And I'm like, am I about to make $18 on one? Cause it was plus 1800 was Montreal money line and under five and a half. So we almost had, we almost 18 X our $1, which would have been hilarious, but didn't get there. What are you going to do? Um, I don't think this line's going to quite get to that range where I want to bet that, but I think it's, it's something that is going to move. I think if you're playing Minnesota, I probably just take them now, but I'm not betting a minus 320 team ever. Just a waste of money. doesn't sound like any fun and hockey super random. Uh, we just saw that last time with Montreal, like toys in a row, people were all over their puck line and the puck line was two and a half against Colorado. Just crazy stuff. Very like they're breaking uh, what we're used to. Like th- that's how bad this Montreal team is. And, now that they're playing okay, I just don't want to. I just want to mess with it. It's just not a fun way of betting. They should have Montebello back in net, Montebello, Montebello, Montebello. And I, I no, just stay away from me. Um, over six, probably fine. I think you know Minnesota's not going to get overlooked in DFS, but I, it's it's really freaking expensive. So we'll get to that though in a minute. Um, this game kind of just to stay away. I don't have much interest in, in betting either side. Uh, so we'll move on to Chicago at Colorado. The over six feels real sharp. I think that'll be six and a half by the time it locks. Um, that one might be another one I'm going to add to my little list here. I think that's going to be a real nice over bet. I don't really care who's in net for Chicago. They do give up a good amount of Corsi against. And you're talking about the Avalanche. They're a perennial six and a half. Now, their Corsi has been great. Their expected goals has not been as good in the last 10, which is just kind of showing as they've been doing a lot of close games, a ton to go into overtime. I think this team will get back on track in no time. COVID hit them pretty hard, injuries, et cetera. But they're kind of getting back to full strength at this point. So you have the whole McKinnon, Ratton, and Landeskog line, Kadri and Burakovsky and Yertushkin. I mean, they're, they're kind of rolling with all of that. And that's just going to, I think, overwhelm these Blackhawks. I think this could be a real nice spot for a lot of goals. Uh, I think Chicago is a good team in their own right. And, and they are not probably going to be your playoff team by any stretch, but I don't think they're terrible. I think they could find ways to score against a pretty 
I'd say porous goaltending situation in Colorado. It's not been great, but yeah, I think that that's a, that's a really nice over bet at minus 115 right now over six. I like that a lot. I think I'm probably going to grab it because I don't think it's going to stick. I think that'll end up at six and a half for sure. Um, and then the final game of the night is St. Louis on a back-to-back at Calgary. Another one I kind of like grabbing the Calgary line right now. Minus 125 seems pretty nice. Um, I The St. Louis team is just boring in general. Um Let's take a look because they haven't. They play at Vancouver. Vancouver's playing like their eighth string goaltender or something stupid. Um, let's take a look. What did they did they say with their goalie? Yeah, they have Huso in net on Sunday, so that means they'll probably have Biddington in net almost definitely on Monday. Yeah, I I think I like this Calgary side. Calgary at home playing a road back to back team minus one twenty five. That just shouldn't stick. I. I I'm not the highest on the St. Louis team in general. Um, I think they're, I think they're a good team and, and they found a lot of ways to win, but I mean, it, yeah, I think Bennington is just not that great. So I think I'm going to take the over here. I think he's going to give up at least three. Um, I think the over is probably going to end up at six. Like I already kind of alluded to the over the Calgary side seem pretty strong. So I'm grabbing the, the stars money line ducks money line over six in the Colorado and Chicago, or like, yeah, Colorado, Chicago, and then the money line for the Flames. Those are probably my four favorite bets as far as lines are concerned. I'm going to take a screenshot of what the lines are right now, and I'm going to get a screenshot of them when it locks to see if I was kind of right, like these lines are not correct right now. And using the information I have at, you know, seven o'clock the day before, do I have enough information? And this is something I'm going to break down in a future video of why I do this. Um, I'll give you a lot more information of like, how you can do this and it will, if you can do it in general, depending on how you bet, but that's for future reference. I think it's a really good strategy and I know I'm not alone in doing it. This is not like a brand new theory that no one's ever thought of, but I don't hear it enough mentioned with hockey um, because hockey doesn't get mentioned enough. So yeah, I'm, I think I'm going to grab this um, all singles for probably like 20 or something and um, run with that. That'll be a good time. Um, Yeah. So other than that, make sure you are, you know, rating, reviewing, checking out all my other content. I've been posting uh, underdog picks every time the Sabres play, and we are now back in the green again. <laughs> we've been we've had a couple real close calls on, on some bigger ones, but we're back in the green after uh, Friday nights or Thursday night. Um, so I will be doing one hopefully next Sabres game. Other than that, enjoy the rest of your week. Good luck on all your bets, and I might not be here for Friday. I'm not sure yet, but I'll let you guys know, and someone will be covering. So take care.